This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 67 degrees at 6.04. The forecast for today, starting off with some fog this morning, reducing visibility in some spots to about three miles. We've got some drizzle right now. Clouds today, a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high in the mid to upper 70s. The Enjoy Golf Club in Endicott will host a professional golf tournament for at least three more years. Pro Golf Association Tour Champions President Miller Brady yesterday announced the Dick's Sporting Goods Open will be played in Broome County through at least 2024. Brady says the county has been an exceptional host of professional golf for a half century. Dick Sporting Goods Executive Chair Ed Stack said they were thrilled to continue the partnership with the PGA Tour t- champions. Meanwhile, tour organizers or championship tour organizers at Enjoy were touting the fact that the tournament has raised millions of dollars in contributions to local charities as well as contributing to the local economy. An Oswego County man with a criminal record that stretches across New York State is handed a seven-year prison sentence by a Broome County jury. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says Andrew Stottinger of Fulton was sentenced to state and state prison after pleading guilty to burglary for entering a Vestal home and stealing guns, jewelry, and money in October of 2019. A search for Andrew J. Stoner online turns up reports on Staten Island Live in March of 2019 and again on July of 2018, indicating that the Fulton man was found with three guns while stealing jewelry from a car. The reports say the New York Police Department reported officers approached Stottinger when he was seen handling jewelry in the driver's seat of the car and found a duffel bag in the back seat with a firearm in plain view. The police at that time confiscated a 38 caliber, a 44 Magnum, and a 9mm handgun in that incident on Staten Island. WMBF First News Time 606, a store that had been a fixture in a downtown Binghamton neighborhood for 35 years, is closed. The Binghamton Floor Store on Susquehanna Street opened in late 1985. To owner Tony Sharone recently informed customers he had decided to start a new phase of life and retire. The store specialized in carpeting, ceramic tile, and hardwood flooring. In a message posted to Facebook, Sharone thanked the store's customers for their support over the years. He also thanked the installers he had worked with since opening the business. WMBF First News Time 607. According to a report by the Associated Press, lawmakers on New York's Assembly's Judiciary Committee say they will issue subpoenas to compel documents from witnesses for a months-long probe whether there are grounds to impeach Governor Andrew Cuomo. Speaking yesterday at a Legislative Committee meeting, Assembly Judiciary Committee Chair Charles Levine said the committee will issue subpoenas to help lawyers helping with the legislative 
investigative probe, gather records and interviews. Levine says the Manhattan law firm of Davis Polk and Wardwell will conduct interviews under oath on the committee's behalf. The Judiciary Committee has released few details about its ongoing investigation. It was launched in mid-March. WMBF First News Time 608. Out of 50 winners, two Southern Tier students are getting free rides to State University of New York or City University of New York schools. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced the Get a Shot to Make Your Future incentive to try to get more younger residents vaccinated against COVID-19. Teens aged 12 to 17 were the latest group to qualify to get the Pfizer vaccination. The deal offered tuition at SUNY or CUNY schools for a full four years of undergraduate study, non-tuition costs, including room and board allowances, book books, supplies, and even transportation for qualified off-campus students. There were 10 winners a week for five weeks. Again, two from the Southern Tier. The final winners of a drawing for scholarships for newly vaccinated New York students were announced yesterday. Binghamton High School graduate Yuji Diao landed a scholarship. One of the winners last week was Gabrielle Fletterman of Tioga County. It's 6.09, where news breaks first. News Radio, 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WMBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the at being a tech entrepreneur as well but having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me i grew up on a healthy diet of rush limbaugh god rest his soul mark levin and sean hannity combine that with my experiences in the secret service as a secret service agent and with the nypd and i think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of thank you all it means the world to me i really appreciate it and again this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the dan bongino show on stations across the country thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Well, let's start with the NBA last night. The Phoenix Suns headed to the NBA Finals for the first time in 28 years, defeating the LA Clippers 130 to 103 to close out the Western Conference Finals in six games. Chris Paul tied his career playoff high, 41 points. Devin Booker added 22 to send the Suns to their third final appearance in franchise history. They'll face either the Atlanta Hawks or the Milwaukee Bucks, who are tied 2-2 in the East Finals. And both will play tonight and be without their star players, it looks like. It looks like Trey Young may not start. It uh, looks like Giannis is down and possibly Clint Capella for the Hawks may not play as well. He has some kind of eye problem. So we'll we'll watch that series. That series could be anybody's now, especially with these injuries cropping up. And folks, when the postseason hits, unfortunately, that's part of the game as well. So we'll see what happens. Not that I really care who wins. I don't. But uh, we'll wait and see. I'll tell you what, though. Chris Paul deserves a little consideration for the year he's had. And man, I'll tell you, the Suns, I'm sure, are very happy to have him as well. Over in the NHL, the uh, Stanley Cup Finals, Montreal Canadiens fall again to game number two. 
to the Tampa Bay Ray, or Tampa Bay Rays, Tampa Bay Lightning, and uh, the Bolts are up two games to nothing now in that series. Head, head back to Montreal for game number three. In the American League yesterday, LA Angels with like a seven-run inning in the eighth came back to stun the Yankees, 11 to eight. A long game didn't get over, I guess, till one o'clock in the morning. Detroit, Boston, the White Sox, Seattle, Baltimore, Oakland, and Detroit all winners. Over the National League, you don't even want to know the Mets score. I'm going to tell you anyway. The Mets lost 20 to two. I don't know what happened there. I'm looking at this. It says Ozzie Albies drove in seven runs with five hits, including two home runs, and the Atlanta Braves battered the New York Mets 22 for a strong finish to a disappointing month. Mets left-hander David Peterson left the game due to right soreness in the fourth. In fact, the New York Mets general manager Jared Porter has been suspended by Major League Baseball through at least the end of the 2022 regular season following an investigation that uh, began after a report that he sent sexually explicit text messages and images to a female reporter in 2016 while he was working for the Chicago Cubs. You can't do that. Other winners, as the uh, Mets leave the stadium with bags over their heads, St. Louis, Milwaukee, Colorado, San Diego and Miami winners. How about those Rumble Ponies? Uh, Binghamton Rumble Ponies six, Richmond two. That's the second game in Richmond they've won. I think it's either four. I think it's four in a row for the for the Ponies now, isn't it? Anyway, game three of that six-game road trip tonight in Richmond. They'll return next Tuesday for six games against New Hampshire Fisher Cats here in Binghamton at Rabbitoh Stadium. Go Ponies! Great. Uh, we got Dick Sporting Goods open this weekend from Enjoy. Roger Neal will be giving us reports throughout the weekend. We're excited about that, too, and uh, all the other things that the July 4th weekend bring to us as well. That's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 614. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Maybe some patchy fog around the area this morning. Didn't see any myself, but there, there could be some. And that is misty, moisty today. And it looks like probably the construction projects will be back on as temperatures will not be as hot. Uh, paving was to begin this week on Riverside Drive from Route 201 to the Binghamton City Line. And also the Southside Bridge in Binghamton working on that as well. And I'm sure other areas, milling and paving operations going on. By the way, road crews, you did a terrific job down there at the end of Twist Run. Uh, on the road that intersects to Route 26. It looks really nice. So... That's the thing is, you know, we complain about the roads, we complain about, you know, being inconvenienced, but once it's done, it's like, oh, man, hmm, looks great. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, cloudy today, chance of showers and thunderstorms high in the mid to upper 70s. Cloudy tonight, chance of showers, T-storms, low 60s. Friday, cloudy, chance of showers, possibly a thunderstorm, high in the mid 70s, but, but wait, it gets better, folks. It does. Saturday, partly sunny. There is about a 50% chance of a shower or afternoon thunderstorm. Low to mid-70s. Independence Day and Monday, both the 4th and the 5th. Mostly sunny and sunny. Temperatures near 80 on July 4th, mid-80s on Monday. So we're excited about the warmer weather and nice uh, weekend here, 4th of July weekend. Many people are saying, man, I've been wanting to do something, and finally we're going to be able to go see some fireworks or have some people over to our house for a, a hot dog or a hamburger or something, right? play a little cornhole or horseshoes or whatever, and enjoy the weekend. And I certainly hope you do, you know, because we live in the greatest country on this planet. So God bless America, and I hope we have a great weekend, and I hope you do too. But we still got to get through the work week. 67 degrees right now. WNBF First News Time 616. We'll check the day.
It's Doug's Date Book on News Radio 1290, WNBA. All right, we're going to go back to July 1st, 1956. Elvis Presley appeared on the Steve Allen Show singing Hound Dog to a Basset Hound. Imagine that, because he was forbidden to dance. Not the Basset Hound, no, Elvis. <laughs> 1963, The Beatles. Record She Loves You at EMI's Abbey Road Studios in London. Folks, I could have let that play, really. I, and I will, top of the hour. We'll play it. Uh, but anyway, the song became the band's second number one hit in both the U.S. and the U.K., the Beatles. On this day, 1969, Sam Phillips told the Sun record label, which had been sold the Sun record label, which had been home to Elvis Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, Johnny Cash, and many others, the start of his career. Uh, in 1970, the syndicated radio show American Top 40 with Casey Kasem. Debuted on several American cities. Casey Kasem, you know, was also the voice of Shaggy. Like, wow, Scoob! Well, he was. In 1972, the rock musical Hair closed on Broadway after 1,729 performances. It had opened in 1968. And in 1975, The Captain and Tennille. Song went gold. In 1981, Steppenwolf bassist and songwriter Rushton Moore died in a car accident in L.A. at the age of 32. Bon Jovi was signed to his first record deal, Mercury Records, 1983. And in 1991, we lost Michael Landon at the age of 54. The Wolfman, Wolfman Jack also, we lost him in 1995. Robert Smith was his real name. He was 57. And we lost Margot Hemingway. On, what a depressing day. 1996, Margot Hemingway died. Uh, in her apartment at the age of 41. We lost Walter Matthau on this day, too, in 2000, at the age of 79. And Marlon Brando, also in 2004. Luther Vandross in 2006. And to top it all off, Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey divorced on this day. I am depressed. Uh, actor Leslie Carlson is 90 today. Jamie Farr from MASH, Klinger, Corporal Klinger. Remember he dressed up in the ladies' clothes and earrings and stuff, you know? That was before transgender stuff was going on. 87, 87 years old today. Uh, actor Genevieve Bouvol is 79. Singer Deborah Harry of Blondie is 76. And that looks like pretty much it. I don't know these other... Oh, Alan Rock from Ferris Bueller's Day Off is 65 today. Evelyn Champagne King is 61, and there's a slew of other people that I've never heard of in my whole entire life that are celebrating, so we'll just say happy birthday to all of them and all of you today, too. First News Binghamton presents The Lighter Side with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And it's a brand new month, folks. We have hit July. Exit the greenest month, and into July, the second greenest month. July 1st is also Canadian Day, did you know that? And Creative Ice Cream Flavors Day, International Joke Day. Oh, I got a good joke for you, Kathy. Why don't aardvarks ever get sick? Why don't aardvarks ever get sick? Because they're full of little antibodies. She's looking at me. Is she looking at me, folks? <laughs> National Grilling Month. Oh, that's for me. That's for me, Kath. 
Well, that started as soon as the weather broke. <laughs> I know. We cooked out last night. We, co- you know, it was, we had some thunder boomers going through though. I, I got the grill yeah. ready. Yeah, we had to get some groceries, and it was like, okay, <laughs> what is the timing of this going to be? Is it going to be, oh, you know, are we going to get soaking wet, getting just leaving the grocery store or getting from the car to the house? That usually is the way. Yeah, you know, and the thing was, the storms went all around us. Like, if we saw them, and they got out of the pool. The kids, I remember my granddaughter came in because they came up last night. She says, Papa, we, we're going to go inside because it's going to rain. I said, well, I started the grill. So it went all around us, and we ended up cooking outside, and... I don't know if we even got any rain last night. I don't think we did. It was raining, you know, it was kind of steady rain. It wasn't so much thunderstorms. And in the afternoon, I was hearing from people that were here, which I, in Johnson City, I wasn't getting really anything. There was a little bit of rain that, that swept through at one point, but they were saying that it was like wind and rain and, you know, anti-am and... <laughs> Smog! Uh, yeah, uh, actually, did uh, everybody get their power back on, I'm assuming, yesterday? Yeah, well, yeah, eventually. I don't know what time it all came back in, but... Yeah, uh, it was, uh, sometimes it, it takes a while. It all depends, I guess, on the severity of the uh, situation, the well, cause. On the aging infrastructure, too. Once you get something back on and the, the juice starts flowing, it can cause other things to go pop. Yeah. So, happy National Postal Worker Day to my brother-in-law, Scott. He's a postal worker? Yep, he's a rural route driver. God bless him. I'm telling you, those, the, I, I'll tell you, they really, I mean, that's a tough job. It has to be. I tried to take the civil service test for that years ago, and you have to remember everything. I got the memory of a gnat, man. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember. You know, they make you look at the boxes, because you've got to have a good memory to be in that business, I guess, apparently, because that's part of the civil service exam. At least it was. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's also U.S. Postage Stamp Day. Understand the price of postage stamps is going back up. I don't know. I bought the Forever stamps. They got. They just got to honor those. Until you need more. You Until know. you need more. Yeah. I hardly ever mail letters though. I might mail three That's a year. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like you know? we we opened a a new bank account recently, just to set aside for certain expenses, and uh, one of the expensive is Gump, my car. Gump? Yeah, that's his name, Gump. As in Forrest? Yeah, because he's a forester. Oh, okay, I get it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we, we asked for a checkbook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we got funny looks at the bank. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, No, we want an actual check, checks. Right, a checkbook to put your checks in. We, yeah. No, we wanted checks, and they were like, you want paper? Yeah, we want checks, mm-hmm. because we do make our payments right. at the bank. Yeah, some people check. some people still write checks. I had to write one the other day. You know, it all depends if you if you're coming if you don't have any money and the person is maybe doing a service for you at your home, and you don't have time to run to the bank to get them cash, or they don't have a credit card machine on them. You got to write them a check, right? I, mean, I don't have any. Well, I know where they are in the house, but I don't carry any. I used to carry a checkbook with me, but no. I'd use them very little. You can order them, and they'll just mail them to the, you, too. The, but the bank looked at this one. <laughs> like you had a third head. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> check, please. Well, Father, what's a check? I, you know, it's just one of those things. Oh, but anyway. My. Oh, my. All right. We're going <laughs> to... We'll table that for now and talk about it again a little bit later on this hour. Uh, right now, time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, presented by UHS. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Did you get enough sleep last night? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. There's never enough time in the day, don't I know it. 
You've got your family, your work, exercise, errands, meal prep, eating, cleaning, walking the dog, the list goes on and on. One thing that often gets short shrift is sleep, but it is so important. According to a big new French study, sleeping less than six hours a night in middle age can raise your risk of dementia by as much as a third. Sleep is not only important for normal brain function, but is also thought to be important for clearing toxic proteins that build up in dementia in the brain, one expert told us. According to the National Sleep Foundation, adults need about seven hours of quality uninterrupted sleep every night. If you're not able to get that, talk to your doctor or somebody about how you might fix the problem. It's important. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. We have some reports of very patchy and very widespread fog around the region. 67 degrees right now. A little light rain in Binghamton as well. High today, a little more reasonable than it has been into the mid-70s. Therefore, none of those pesky heat advisories we've had for the past few days. But hundreds of deaths in Canada, Oregon, and Washington may have been caused by that hot weather that baked the Pacific Northwest, shattering all-time temperature records in usually milder and temperate cities. Bill Cosby's sexual assault conviction has been thrown out by Pennsylvania's highest court, which ruled that he was unfairly prosecuted because a previous district attorney had promised that Cosby would not be charged. And then he was. The justices found that Cosby relied on that promise when he agreed to testify without invoking a Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination in a lawsuit brought against him by Temple University employee Andrea Constant. The ruling is extremely rare. One law professor who has followed the Cosby case closely over the years says he has never heard of a high court in Pennsylvania or anywhere else grappling with a prosecutor's informal promise not to prosecute that then was reneged on. The 4th of July holiday getaway period begins today, so there are some times, of course, that are busier than others for travel. And, of course, this year, after last year's break from traveling because of the pandemic, it's pretty much anyone's call. It's hard to predict what 4th of July traffic patterns will be like this year because still so many corporate offices are working remote, so commute traffic isn't normal, but people are hitting the road in big numbers on trips. The data and analytics firm Inrix is predicting today from 3 to 5 p.m. will be bad getaway times in many areas, tomorrow between 4 and 5 p.m. and Monday between 4 and 5 p.m. as well. Alex Stone, ABC News. WMBF First News Time 633. Authorities in Broome County are investigating a mysterious rollover crash with no driver to be found this morning. Sheriff's officials were called to Route 17, also known as Interstate 86, between West Windsor and Windsor shortly before 3 a.m. and found a vehicle blocking both eastbound lanes. The airbag deployed, but no driver around. Authorities did not immediately find any indication that someone was injured or that some other vehicle happened on the scene and gave the driver a lift. 
The lanes of the highway were blocked for over a half hour as the investigation was launched and a tow truck brought in to remove the sedan. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Broome County Sheriff's Office. A Bradford County man is recovering from injuries suffered after crashing a motorcycle in Pike Township on Saturday. Pennsylvania State Police say 23-year-old Christopher Bartlett of LaRaysville was traveling south on Patton Hill Road just north of State Route 706 shortly before 7.30 Saturday evening when he apparently lost control of the bike. The motorcycle left the road and hit an embankment. Troopers say they believe Bartlett suffered minor injuries, but he was taken by Guthrie Air Helicopter to Robert Packer Hospital in Sayre. The investigation is continuing. WMBF News Time 634. New coronavirus infections in the region remain low in spite of concerns about the spread of that new highly contagious Delta variant. That mutation has recently infected people who are even fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Still, health officials say the vaccines are effective in preventing serious illness and hospitalization even from the variant. Broome County is hosting a number of vaccination clinics today. The single dose Johnson & Johnson will be available from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. at Schneider's Market in Kirkwood and from 5.05 to 6 p.m. at Trucks on the Tracks food truck event at the train station on Lewis Street in Binghamton. The first dose of the Moderna vaccine is being given at the Health Department on Front Street from 1.10 till 3 p.m. There was only one new case of COVID-19 reported in the Southern Tier during yesterday's update. Broome County reported one new case, while no new cases were reported in Cortland or Tioga counties. There were no updates for Delaware or Shenango counties, which have both now gone to to releasing their statistics on a weekly basis. Delaware County will have updated numbers for the week today. Shenango County had a report yesterday and won't have new information released to the public on the Health Department Facebook page until the afternoon of July 6th. It's 535, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. 422 left. Edmondson behind the Montreal net. A pass picked off Palat. Score! Andre Palat! He deflected that in! An incredible goal! It's 3-1 Lightning! Yes, indeed, the Tampa Bay Lightning now lead the Stanley Cup Finals two games to none after beating the Canadiens 3-1 last night. So, uh, yeah, getting ready for game number three. That will be in Montreal tomorrow night. All right, and I don't really know who to root for. Should I root for Tampa because they're in the United States? I don't know. I don't know. Two games to nothing right now, though. Let's switch over to the NBA. Phoenix Suns are now headed to the NBA Finals for the first time in 28 years, defeating the L.A. Clippers 130-103 to to close out the Western Conference Finals in just six games. Chris Paul tied his career playoff high of 41 points. Devin Booker added 22. The Suns will have their third Finals appearance in franchise history as they face either the Atlanta Hawks or the Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, Milwaukee Bucks forward Giannis Antetokounmpo is doubtful for Game 5 tonight after undergoing an MRI on his injured left knee in the third quarter. That's not good. Of a 110-88 game loss to the Atlanta Hawks on Tuesday night, Hawks center Clint Capella is listed as questionable with an eye inflammation. So, And I don't know if Trey Young is going to play. If Trey Young plays, ooh, and Giannis doesn't, Hawks might be heading to the finals. They could do it. They, the Knicks did it back in 2000. 
you know, they were the number eight seed and they made it to the final. So it could it could happen. The Hawks are playing well. We'll see. Game five tonight in Milwaukee. All right, you ready, baseball fans? Jared Walsh hitting a tying grand slam off a Roldis Chapman. Oh, a Roldis in the seventh run inning for his second homer of a long night. And the Los Angeles Angels stunned the Yankees 11 to eight in a rainy game that finished after 1 a.m. Some of you may have taped it or DVR'd it, and you were going to watch it this morning, and you're listening to me going, oh, thanks, Doug. Now you told me who won. Believe me, if you're a Yankee fan, you didn't want to see that anyway. Detroit, Boston, White Sox, Seattle, Baltimore, Oakland, and Detroit. Over in the National League, if you're a Mets fan, you don't want to see this either. Ozzie Albies drove in seven runs with five hits. Seven runs with five hits, including two home runs, and the Atlanta Braves battered the New York Mets. You ready for this? 20 to 2. Ouch! I'm even feeling that. I mean, that's hurting me. I'm not going to be able to sit down this morning. 20 to 2. Wow. Miami, San Diego, Colorado, Milwaukee, and St. Louis. All winners as well. And our Binghamton Rumble Ponies doing it again. They beat the Richmond Flying Squirrels 6 to 2. Go, Ponies! I'm excited as, uh, almost as excited as the hockey guy. An incredible goal! Yes, indeed! He deflected that in! Yeah, the Rubble Bunnies win! 6-2. to two. Uh, Answer, oh, is it a fourth straight win? No, they won two in this series. Game three of the six-game road trip is tonight in Richmond, and the Ponies are back in action here at home on July 6th. That's next Tuesday. Six games against New Hampshire Fisher Cats. Looking forward to some baseball back in Binghamton again. Go Ponies! And that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 641. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBS. All right, well, we have no reports of any accidents this morning or any tie ups, and that is a good thing. We don't want to see that either. Uh, maybe some patchy fog in the area. Road work's probably going to continue today because the heat advisory has been lifted now, and work was scheduled to begin this week on Riverside Drive with some painting and al- paving and alternating lanes uh, from Route 201 to the city line. Also, uh, the Southside Bridge in Binghamton, doing work on that. Milling and paving throughout the areas, and I'm sure brush cutting and mulching and whatever else they do out there. Those road crews are busy. They're always busy doing things. So uh, that's going to happen as well. Uh, We'll keep you updated. No accidents to report this morning, though. Things are rolling along okay, so enjoy your commute. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Cloudy showers and thunderstorms today, high in the mid to upper 70s. For tonight, cloudy, chance of showers and thunderstorms, low 60s. Friday, chance of showers, possibly a thunderstorm, high mid 70s. And then for the weekend, partly sunny on Saturday, about a 50% chance of showers or thunderstorms, mid 70s. And then for Independence Day and Monday, sunshine both days, high near 80, July 4th, mid 80s on Monday. If you're making it a three day weekend, that's the three days to do, definitely. Yes, indeed. All right, and that is a look at your weather. We're at 67 degrees right now. WNBF First News Time, 6. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. It's a beautiful
Yes, indeed. The birds are chirping, the squirrels are ironing your pants. It's just like a Disney movie. It's uh, really nice, and especially since the temperatures are not going to get out of the 70s today, Kathy White. You know? I hate to rain on your parade. Why? Well, it's raining on your parade. Oh, I don't care. It's still a beautiful morning. Hey, anytime I'm standing here in front of this microphone talking to all of you out there, it's a beautiful morning. So, you know, these are the times of my life. You know, you hear that? These are the times of your life. You know, ain't going to never get this back again. I'm going to look back on this when I retire and say, man, McCarthy, remember when we used to talk between the glass and... You know. And I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> you had no idea. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, good Lord. So big plans for the weekend. Are you guys going to be doing your camping? We're on vacation. Well, that's right. That's right. I'm out of here. I uh, Last week's recipe for that uh, tortellini pasta salad, mm-hmm. I was so fond of that. I bought stuff to make a big batch of it for when we're down there. Thinking yeah. about making some clams you know my wife tried this stuff and she's not she's she's really a good cook she uses a lot of different spices but she's a southern girl so most of that stuff is what they would use there but she tried some asian uh stuff like ginger and a few others and she mm-hmm. made this right it was like rice and uh meat like cr- crumbled meat it was delicious it just i had never she said i'd never experimented with these types of herbs or these types of spices and it was really good that's fun experimenting with different flavors. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little leery about some of this stuff, too. It's like, all right, what does cumin taste like? Well, you know, as we have more and more, our, our Asian culture is, is really big here, and yeah. we have a lot of Asian Americans in this country. And so there's a lot more places to go to get that type of food and right. a lot more uh, herbs and spices on the on the shelves as well. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we, we just got some stuff... Uh, uh, night before last. One thing I like about my favorite Chinese place is that there's always enough for like two meals at least. Yeah, yeah. We have this thing in our because uh, I'm I'm part Lebanese. My grandfather was full blooded Lebanese actually, but um, we have this thing called kibbe. And those of you who are Lebanese or Syrian know what that is. And also tabbouleh, which is tabbouleh is like a, a wheat salad right. it's made with parsley. Right. So we eat that. That's I. But the wheat you have to get this fine Bulgar wheat to mix in with the with the meat. Right. And sometimes it's very difficult to find. I actually send away for it because I, I get a better. I, I bet you Johan has that down there. I was going to tell bet. you. I think I think Down to Earth Whole Foods does have. It. I should stop Down to Earth Whole. And Foods. And if if they don't have it, they can order stuff for you. I've had them order stuff for me before. I would be willing to bet you that Johan and that group has it. They probably do. So you could get it there, folks. But you know, if you're if you're making that, but I like to, I, I like that, and I don't make it as often as I. I yeah, I like, I like to, to change things up. Now we had, we had the I had. Uh, Chow fun for the not last night, the night before, mm-hmm. and then last night I had Indian food. So yeah. I like yeah, a little bit of everything. It's nice to experiment a little bit. Like you said, we have a lot of diversity in the country, and uh, there's a lot more opportunities for those of us that have different diets too. That there weren't when when I first became vegetarian in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. You really had to be creative with your cooking. So that you weren't having a salad every single night. Well, yeah. You know, at, it, there was, but now you can find all sorts of alternatives like the the Impossible and Beyond and those brands and things like that that are meat substitutes that are are beyond the mm-hmm. uh, the tofu crumbles or the yep. textured vegetable protein that you had before, and it's nice because you do have the you can adapt your recipes and still have them not have 
meat in them and have the benefits of a vegetable-based, a plant-based thing, and still have the flavors that you grew up with. And yep. that's kind of nice, and you're you're not having the impact on the environment. Absolutely, and that's why we always appreciate your Foodie Friday recipes, too. Yeah, but you, know, you notice with the Foodie Friday recipes, I'm not hammering vegetarian down anybody's throat. No. I make meat. I mm-hmm. make food for, for other people, too. Right. And so, you know, I... I don't yuck your yum, don't yuck my yum. Exactly. We respect each other. All right, well, we'll, we'll check in with Kathy coming up in a couple minutes. We've got more uh, local updates for you on the way following ABC News. Right now, our consumer and tech update. Here's Kim Commando. Reports are coming in from all over the country about this. You suddenly notice that your home's temperature is too hot. Has the power company commandeered your home thermostat? Kim Commando with How to Check brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. During this past cold winter, Texas Power mismanaged their power grid, leaving hundreds of thousands in the dark and many without heat. Texas, California, the Northeast, and Northwest have now been hit with one of the hottest summers on record. Instead of strengthening their own power grids with more capacity, many utility companies are asking residents to turn things off and sign up for a program called Energy Hub. What you're signing up for actually allows your power company to take control of your smart internet-connected thermostats and set them to a higher temperature. You won't know until you start sweating. If you absolutely must, the only fix is to disconnect the smart device from the internet. Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Traffic looks good this morning. No accidents to report. Maybe a little bit of light fog depending on where you are. I didn't see any coming in, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist somewhere. Uh, and then some road work that was scheduled to begin this week includes paving with alternating lanes on Riverside Drive from Route 201 to the city line. Southside Bridge in Binghamton also, they're working on that. And I'm sure milling and paving operations uh, throughout with uh, some trimming and brush cutting uh, in different areas as well. But no accidents, no huge traffic tie-ups to report this morning. Think, things will be rolling along smooth. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, cloudy today, showers and thunderstorms, mid to upper 70s. For tonight, showers and thunderstorms, cloudy, low. 60s. Friday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, clouds, mid-70s for the weekend. Partly sunny Saturday, about a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mid-70s. Independence Day and Monday, mostly sunny both days, high near 80 July 4th and mid-80s on Monday. So a beautiful-looking weekend coming up, at least most of it, and hope you get a chance to enjoy it as well. Kathy White standing by. We'll get local headlines for you coming up in just a couple of minutes. And we'll get sports in there as well and uh, more things as we continue with WNBF First News Binghamton getting you up to date on uh, what you may have missed overnight or uh, last evening. All right. On this date, July 1st, 1963, the Beatles released She Loves Me. We're going to do this up to ABC News. She loves
Source for news and information. This is News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 66 degrees, some light rain in downtown Binghamton. Might be encountering some wet roadways, maybe even puddling of water on the roads in the poorer drainage areas. Some fog could be an issue this morning as well. A 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms throughout the day today, much cooler, high in the mid to upper 70s. The Enjoy Golf Club in Endicott will host a professional golf tournament for at least three more years. The Pro Golf Tour Tour Champions President, Miller Brady, yesterday announcing the Dick's Sporting Goods Open will be played in Broome County through at least 2024. Brady says the county has been an exceptional host of professional golf for a half century. Dick's Sporting Goods Executive Chairman Ed Stack says that they were thrilled to continue the partnership with Enjoy and the PGA. The tournament organizers point out the BC Open and Dick's are responsible for millions of dollars in funds for local charities and for revenues for the local economy over the years. An Oswego County man with a criminal record that stretches across the state is handed a seven-year prison sentence by a Broome County jury. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says Andrew Stottinger of Fulton was then sentenced to state prison after pleading guilty to burglary for entering a Vestal home and stealing guns, jewelry, and money in October of 2019. A search of Andrew J. Stottinger's records online turns up a report of the Stanton, uh, from Stanton Island Live in March of 2019 and another report in July of 2018 indicating that the Fulton man was found with three guns while stealing jewelry from a car on Stanton Island. The reports say that New York State's or the New York City Police Department reported officers approached Stottinger when he was seen handling jewelry in the driver's seat of a car and found a duffel bag in the back seat with a firearm in plain view. The police at that time confiscated a 38 caliber, a 44 Magnum, and a 9mm handgun in the incident. A store that had been a fixture in a downtown Binghamton neighborhood for 35 years is closed. The Binghamton Floor Store on Susquehanna Street opened in late 1985. Owner Tony Sharon recently informed customers he had decided to start a new phase in life and retire. The store specialized in carpeting, ceramic tile, and hardwood flooring. In a message posted to Facebook, Sharon thanked the store's customers for their support over the years. He also thanked the installers he had worked with since he had opened the business. WMBF First News Time 706. According to a report by the Associated Press, lawmakers in the New York State Assembly Judiciary Committee say they will issue subpoenas to compel documents from witnesses for a months-long probe whether there are grounds to impeach Governor Andrew Cuomo. Speaking yesterday at a legislative committee meeting, Assembly Judiciary Committee Chair Charles Levine said the committee will issue subpoenas to help lawyers helping with the legislative probe gather records and interviews. Levine says the Manhattan 
Accountant Law Firm of Davis Polk and Wardwell will conduct interviews under oath on the committee's behalf. The Judiciary Committee has released few details about its ongoing investigation that was launched in mid-March. WMBF First News Time 707. Out of 50 winners, two Southern Tier students are getting free rides to State University of New York or City University of New York schools. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced the Get a Shot to Make Your Future incentive to try to get more younger residents vaccinated against COVID-19 by offering full scholarships to New York State universities. Teens aged 12 to 17 were the latest group to qualify to get the Pfizer vaccination. The deal offered tuition at a SUNY or CUNY school for a full four years of undergraduate study, non-tuition costs including room and board allowances, books, supplies, and even transportation for quality qualified off-campus students. There were 10 winners a week for five weeks. A majority of those winners were from downstate Long Island and New York City. The final winners of a drawing for scholarships for newly vaccinated New York students were announced yesterday. Binghamton High School graduate Yui Dio landed a scholarship. One of the winners last week was Gabrielle Fletterman of Tioga County. Medical marijuana patients can continue to get a three-month supply at a time under revisions to Pennsylvania's program. Governor Tom Wolf yesterday signed into law a bill that makes it easier for producers to remove contaminants such as yeast and mold from medical marijuana. A proposal to allow patients to grow their own marijuana was defeated. Other changes include permanently allowing curbside dispensing. The new law adds to the list of serious medical conditions for which medical marijuana can be dispensed to include cancer remission therapy and neuro uh, neuropathies of the central nervous system. It's 709 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. It's the annual Independence Day celebration in Montrose, Pennsylvania, July 4th and 5th. At dusk on July 4th, fireworks at the Montrose Area High School. Then Monday, July 5th, the big day. Pancake breakfast, Independent Day races, over 100 art and craft vendors on the green. The huge patriotic parade with the home theme, thanking our heroes. Parade begins at 11 o'clock. Plenty of food, vendors, and all during the all-day celebration. Your host, the Kiwanis and Lions Clubs. This is WMBS Bill Flynn, inviting you to hear our live coverage with me and Kevin Bigsby, 8 o'clock in the morning on WMBF 1290. Proudly sponsored by the Daniel K. Regan Funeral Home, Overhead Door Company, Montrose Parade Committee, Little Nelson Insurance Agency, Lopke Rock Products, Montrose Motors, and Endless Mountain Healthcare Systems. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Hey, let's start with the NBA last night as the Phoenix Suns have eliminated the LA Clippers. First time they've made it to the finals in 28 years. The Phoenix Suns are going, and why? Because Chris Paul had 41 points, tying his career high. Devin Booker had 22 points, and uh, the Suns in their third finals appearance in franchise history. They're going to face either the Atlanta Hawks or the Milwaukee Bucks. Both have their share of injuries. Looks like the Bucks will be without Giannis Antetokounmpo. Hawks may be without Clint Capella. Doesn't say anything about uh, Trey Young. Looks like he'll probably be in the game tonight. 
in which case it looks pretty good for Atlanta. Game five tonight in Milwaukee. Series is knotted at two, a fee, two apiece. Let's uh, go to the NHL, the Stanley Cup Finals, the annoying hockey guy. He deflected that in! An incredible goal! All right, wait a minute. Let's back it up here, D'Artagnan. Edmonds in behind the Montreal net. A pass picked off Palat. Score! Andre Palat! He deflected that in! An incredible goal! It's 3-1 Lightning! <laughs> Somebody get out the ball gag, huh? All right, uh, Phoenix. Or, uh, Phoenix. Tampa Bay. Lightning over the Montreal Canadiens. 3-1. They lead that series two games to nothing now. And the series switches to, oh, Canada. Are they playing in Canada, though? Montreal. 3-1. They lose. Uh, series 2-0 right now. And the Canadians will try and rebound for the next couple of games on their home ice. A miserable night for the New York Mets. How miserable? Well, if you got beat 20 to 2, would that be miserable enough? Yeah, well, that's exactly what happened. Atlanta Braves, 20. New York Mets, 2. St. Louis, Milwaukee, Colorado, San Diego, and Miami winners over in the American League. Yankees were doing okay until Jared Walsh hit a tying grand slam off a roll as Chapman in the seventh run inning, the ninth inning, for his second home run of the night. It was a long game. Yankees lose it 11 to 8 in extra innings. Game didn't finish till after 1 a.m. Other winners include Detroit, Boston, the White Sox, Seattle, Baltimore, Oakland, and Detroit. Fired New York Mets general manager Jared Porter has been suspended by Major League Baseball through at least the end of 2022 regular season following an investigation that began after a report that he sexually explicit sent text messages and images to a female reporter in 2016 while he was working for the Chicago Cubs. That is a look at sports. Double, oh, wait a minute. Rumble Ponies. We kind of mentioned the ponies. They win last night, beating the Richmond Flying Squirrels 6-2. to two. And uh, going into game three of that road trip tonight in Richmond, uh, they're two up on them. And they'll be back here again Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday at Marabito Stadium here in Binghamton for a six-game homestand against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. And that is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 714. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBS. Some traffic operations probably going to get underway now that the heat advisory has been dropped and the cooler temperatures prevail. Riverside Drive begins their paving operations this week with alternating lanes expected from Route 201 to the city line and the Southside Bridge in Binghamton also doing some work on that. And there'll be work around the counties as well. We'll keep you updated. No accidents this morning, which is a good thing, and no huge gridlocks, but we'll keep you updated. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Cloudy today, chance of showers and thunderstorms. High in the mid to upper 70s. Tonight, cloudy, chance of showers and T-storms. Low 60s. Friday, cloudy, chance of showers, possibly a thunderstorm. Mid 70s. And for the weekend, partly sunny on Saturday, about a 50% chance of showers and afternoon thunderstorms, low to mid-70s. July 4th, Sunday and Monday, sunshine both days, high near 80 for Sunday and mid-80s on Monday. And right now we're at 67 degrees and climbing as we bring in our first day of July. It's nice to have you along with us. I'm Doug Mosier, along with my co-host Kathy White. We welcome you to First News Bingham. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. Love, love will keep us together. Think of me, babe, whenever 
nice message for the first day of July, don't you think? And also on this day, 1975, it was their first gold record, the Captain and Tennille. Love will keep us together. Daryl Dragon and Tony Tennille. And Daryl actually was a keyboard player for the Beach Boys, as a matter of fact. And, of course, they had that captain's hat that he used to wear all the time. And uh, they had their own summer special, too, for a while back around that time. But uh, Captain and Tennille, and really their big hit and probably their biggest hit, obviously, in one of the big gold songs of the 1970s. Love will keep us together. On this day, also, the Beatles recorded She Loves You at EMI's Abbey Road Studios in London. And let's see, America Top 40 with Casey Kasem. In 1970, debuted several American cities. And even after Casey passed away, they did the retro shows and brought them back. And I remember listening to those. In fact, I think one of the stations that I ran, which was an oldies format or gold format, used to carry it. And uh, it was still fun to listen to, to to listen to Casey Kasem and, and the countdowns. You know, all right. This is the 182nd day of 2021. There's 183 left, so yeah, we're about halfway through the year. Things are starting to get a little bit better. You know, uh, the Fourth of July weekend that's coming up here is uh, definitely one that we've been waiting for. Uh, you know, as we've been shut down and separated and isolated and canceled and masked, so get ready. Americans, Greater Binghamtonians, Northern Pennsylvanians, Southern New Yorkans, millions are going to participate in this much-needed celebration this weekend. So I posted this morning tips on how to prep for the July 4th weekend. Do take a look at it, won't you, at WNBF.com or the WNBF app. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight, and then there's a, well, at the end of it, I got a picture of the White House and celebrate with pride. But anyway, uh, so there's eight different tips on uh, some things you might want to consider for this weekend. And again, you know, we know you're not dummies. I mean, you probably already have this whole thing figured out. But um, it's our job, as we say, responsive programming. It's our job to, to be a little voice in your head to say, you know, yeah, we know you know it's hot out there. But still, remember to take some water with you. Remember to not stay out in the sun for too long. And again, I get it. It's a no-brainer for a lot of people. But, you know, hey, the voice in your ear, you know, one of those types of things. Remember they used to have subliminal messages, and apparently some uh, movie theaters and some other places got uh, got uh, nabbed for that years ago. Uh, subliminal messages of, like, popcorn and soda that they would flash in where your subconscious your conscious mind and your eyes would not pick it up, but subconsciously it flashed in your memory, and all of a sudden you said, "Yeah, wait a minute, honey, I got to go in and buy uh, three boxes of popcorn, two sodas, and a couple of juju boxes of whatever they are, juju bees or whatever." Anyway, you you get what I'm talking about. Oh, Kathy or Tracy's got an article up here. Uh, Binghamton's truck on the tracks food festival back tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me see this. Uh, I forgot about that. Thanks, Tracy. This week has been brutally hot, scorching temperatures, oppressive humidity. Summer has officially arrived in the southern tier, and uh, most of us run as far as we can from anything that involves standing over a hot stove, right, when the temperatures are like that. And it's been a hot week. So tonight, I'm looking here to see admission on Trucks on the Track Food Festival. I'm looking. Oh, they got all kinds of food. Uh, It's going to be where the Binghamton Rumble Ponies play near the room. Near the Morabito Stadium, the historic Lackawanna train station on Lewis Street in downtown Binghamton. That's where it's going to be. Uh, yeah, so, you know, that might be a nice family event for you and mom and dad and the kids and maybe even the grandparents or maybe you're a grandparent. And Who, you can also get vaccinated. 
Oh, you can get vaccinated while you're there. Yeah, they're doing the J and J there. Oh, I, I, you know, I think we mentioned that in one of the news stories. News, yes. <laughs> See, Kathy's the voice in my head. She, she's got to remind me of this stuff because I forget. Good point, though. Yeah, so you can get the J and J vaccine while you're there too. But you know, people have been jonesing to get out and do things and. And uh, things are starting to get back to some sort of normalcy, and we're excited about that. And this is really the first big weekend, I think, where we can actually say, look, we can go and celebrate and have fireworks and, and have people at our homes and, and travel a little bit. So it's going to be a busy weekend. They say one of the busiest over the last year and a half or so because of uh, the pandemic. So anyway, take a look at the, the tips that I put up at WNBF.com for the fourth weekend. and Also, of course, the uh, information about the food on the tracks, the Truck on the Tracks Food Festival tonight at the old train station here in downtown Binghamton. Exciting. You know, I see all this stuff. I'm like, wow, this is great. All right, WNBF First News Time 724. Kathy, standing by. We'll get local headlines for you coming up in just a couple of minutes, and uh, we'll check some entertainment news, too. 67 degrees. First News Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosher. Good morning. It's 729. Right now we're at 67 degrees at WNBF First News Binghamton. Here's Jason Nathanson with an entertainment update. Entertainment News. The film No Sudden Move is directed by Steven Soderbergh. He's the only one who can make a move. I can make a move too. It stars Don Cheadle, Benicio del Toro, Ray Liotta, John Hamm. It's a heist movie about the development of the catalytic converter. Which Hamm says he knows doesn't sound sexy, but it's also about so much more. It's a story about demolishing of, of inner city neighborhoods to make way for the freeway culture. It's a story about organized crime. It's a story about big business. It's no Sudden Move is out today in theaters and streaming on HBO Max. The Oscars have made a couple of rules changes official. Carrying over from this year, films eligible for next year's awards can be released on streaming. They don't have to be in theater. And also the number of films for Best Picture will be 10 instead of a floating number that went up to 10. Smallville actress Allison Mack has been sentenced to three years in prison for her role in the Nexium sex cult. And Missy Elliott might be getting her freak on today. It's her birthday. She's 50. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. And Bill Cosby has been freed from prison, by the way. Cosby's out uh, for Cosby and other people, and they let him out. Actually, it was on a technicality. A stunning reversal of fortune for the comedian once known as America's dad. State Supreme Court said Wednesday that the prosecutor who brought the case was bound by his predecessor's agreement not to charge Cosby. The 83-year-old Cosby served nearly three years of a three- to ten-year sentence. Cosby was promptly set free from the state prison in suburban Montgomery, Alabama, and driven home. So there you go. Cosby is out of prison. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 7.30. We've got a bit of a rainy start this morning. 66 degrees with light rain, fog, and mist. And the drizzle could be continuing on and off throughout the day. High temperature into the 70s. Rescue crews and family members of those still missing in a Florida condo collapse are scheduled to meet with President Joe Biden today. Many hope the visit will provide some measure of comfort to a devastated community. Meanwhile, the the searchers going through the ruins found the remains of six people yesterday. That brings the number of confirmed dead 
dead to 18. The number of residents unaccounted for is now at 145. A wildfire mid-record heat wave in western Canada forcing authorities to order residents to evacuate a village in British Columbia that smashed the country's record for the hottest temperature three days in a row this week. The mayor of Lytton issued an evacuation order saying on Twitter the fire was threatening structures and the safety of the 250 residents of the community northeast of Vancouver. ABC has learned a grand jury in Manhattan has indicted the Trump organization and its chief financial officer. They are due in court today. Sources told ABC News former President Trump's company and his longtime chief financial officer are each expected to face charges involving tax fraud. Among the issues are fringe benefits given to certain Trump organization executives, including chief financial officer Alan Weisselberg, and whether the requisite taxes were properly paid. The charges would be the first brought by the Manhattan District Attorney Cy Vance since he began investigating the former president and his family real estate company two years ago. Trump has denied wrongdoing and has called the investigation part of a witch hunt. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. WMBF First News Time, 732. Authorities in Broome County are investigating a bit of a mystery, a rollover crash and no driver. Sheriff's officials were called to Route 17, also known as Interstate 86, between West Windsor and Windsor shortly before 3 o'clock this morning and found a vehicle blocking both eastbound lanes, the airbag deployed, but no driver anywhere to be seen. Authorities did not immediately find any indication that somebody may have been hurt or if another vehicle happened on the scene and gave the driver a lift. The lanes of the highway were blocked for over a half hour as the investigation was launched and a tow truck brought in to remove the sedan. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Broome County Sheriff's Office. A Bradford County man is recovering from injuries suffered after crashing a motorcycle in Pike Township on Saturday. Pennsylvania State Police say 23-year-old Christopher Bartlett of LaRaysville was traveling south on Patton Hill Road just north of State Route 706 shortly before 7.30 Saturday evening. When he apparently lost control of the bike, the motorcycle left the road and hit an embankment. Troopers say they believe Bartlett suffered minor injuries, but he was taken by Guthrie Air helicopter to Robert Packer Hospital in Sayre. The investigation is continuing. WMBF First News Time, 734. New coronavirus infections in the region remain low in spite of concerns about the spread of that new highly contagious Delta variant. That mutation has recently infected people who are even fully vaccinated against COVID-19, and it's been found in all 50 states. Still, health officials say the vaccines are effective in preventing serious illness and hospitalization from the variant as well. Broome County is hosting a number of vaccination clinics today. The single-dose Johnson & Johnson will be available from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Schneider's Market in Kirkwood and from 5.05 to 6 p.m. at Trucks on the Tracks food truck event at the train station on Lewis Street in Binghamton. The first dose of the Moderna vaccine is being given at the health department on Front Street from 1.10 to 3 p.m. today. There was only one new case of COVID-19 reported in the southern tier during yesterday's update. Broome County reported one new case, while no new cases were reported in Cortland or Tioga counties. There were no updates for Delaware or Shenango counties, which have both now gone to releasing new statistics weekly. Delaware County will have an update for the numbers today. Shenango County had a report yesterday, so won't have any new information released to the public on the Health Department Facebook page until the afternoon of July 6th.
It's 735 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. The Tampa Bay Lightning lead the Stanley Cup Finals now two games to none after beating the Montreal Canadiens 3 to 1 last night. Montreal outshot Tampa Bay 43 to 23 and was the better team for much of the night. The Lightning beat Carey Price three times and showed them they can lean on great goaltending and score opportunist goals, much like the Canadians. Game three tomorrow night in Montreal. The NBA, the Phoenix Suns, are headed to the NBA Finals for the first time in 28 years, defeating the Clippers 130-103 to to close out the Western Conference Finals in six games. Chris Paul, 41 points, tying a career playoff high. Devin Booker added 22 points. And, uh, man, the team that a lot of people wondered about, and I'm telling you, Chris Paul is the reason this team is winning the way they are. He's just been phenomenal. for the, He's what, he's like 32 or 35 years of age. He's just been uh, phenomenal. Lights out shooting. And, yeah, Mar- Marcus Morris led the Clippers with 26 points and Paul George added 21 but it wasn't enough. Clippers go home and Phoenix will now wait to see who wins the series with the Atlanta Hawks or the Milwaukee Bucks. They're tied at two apiece game five tonight in Milwaukee. Looks like Giannis will not suit up. Uh, Hawks may go without Clint Capella and not sure what condition Trey Young is in as well but uh, that's going to be an interesting series too. Let's switch to baseball. Yankee fans cover your ears. And here's the pitch and he swings at that one and that is going to drop in and that's a fair ball down the left side. The ball stops rolling. The Angels are going to get another run on that one and Ward brings in Ranjifo as he comes in and scores all the way from first base. It's 11 to 8 Angels. Is it over yet? Is it over yet? It's 11 to 8 Angels. Oh, I heard it. 11 to 8. And the game lasted till like 1 o'clock in the morning too. Yankees lose. Detroit, Boston. The White Sox, Seattle, Baltimore, Oakland, and Seattle all winners over the National League. Oh, what a terrible night for the Mets. Ozzie whacks one high in the air, deep right center field, rising back towards the wall, and this one is gone. Ozzie Albies with his second home run of the night. I'll just spare you the grief. Ozzie Albies drove in seven runs with five hits, including two home runs. The Atlanta Braves completely annihilated the Mets 20-2. to That's one of those scores where you just don't sleep. I'm sure the Mets are still awake. They're awake like going, man, what happened? I don't know. What happened? David Peterson, what happened? Well, I left the game with right soreness in the fourth. 20-2. to Ouch. St. Louis, Milwaukee, Colorado, San Diego, and Miami all winners as well in the National League. Rumble Ponies beating the Richmond Flying Squirrels 6-2 last night. That's the second game of the six-game road trip, and uh, they're 2-0 up in that series. I think four in a row now for them. They're on a roll. Uh, In addition to that... Uh, they've got uh, four more games in Richmond before they come back home next Tuesday to face the New Hampshire Fisher Cats in a six-game homestand right here at the Rabideau Stadium. Go Ponies. And that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time is 740. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. No heat advisory today, folks. So, uh, yeah, t- cooler temperatures. Sure, road, uh, road construction projects will resume today, and the Riverside Drive has a big project going on, alternating lanes as they do paving uh, from Route 201 to the Binghamton City Line. Also working on the Southside Bridge 
in Binghamton. They'll be working on that as well. And uh, milling and paving operations in other areas. And I'm sure down there the uh, pedestrian bike path along Route 434 from Vesta Lab down into Binghamton. Probably will resume work on that as well. But no tie-ups right now. No Hughes accidents. We'll keep you updated on that. Here's your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast for today. Cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High in the mid-upper 70s. Cloudy tonight. Chance of showers. T-storms. Low 60s. Friday. Cloudy, chance of showers, possibly a thunderstorm, mid-70s. And for the weekend, partly sunny with a 50% chance of showers or afternoon thunderstorms on Saturday, mid-70s. For July 4th, Sunday, and July 5th, Monday, beautiful days. Mostly sunny, highs near 80 on July 4th, and sunshine and highs in the mid-80s on Monday. And right now we're at 68 degrees. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Good morning to you. It's 7. It's the annual Independence Day celebration in Montrose, Pennsylvania, July 4th and 5th. At dusk on July 4th, fireworks at the Montrose Area High School. Then Monday, July 5th, a big day. Pancake breakfast, Independent Day races, over 100 art and craft vendors on the green. The huge patriotic parade with the home theme, thanking our heroes. Parade begins at 11 o'clock. Plenty of food, vendors, and all during the all-day celebration. Your host, the Kiwanis and Lions Clubs. This is WMBS Bill Flynn inviting you to hear our live coverage with me and Kevin Bigsby, 8 o'clock in the morning on WMBF 1290. Proudly sponsored by the Daniel K. Regan Funeral Home, Overhead Door Company, Montrose Parade Committee, Little Nelson Insurance Agency, Lofty Rock Products, Montrose Motors, and Endless Mountain Healthcare Systems. Hey, it's Ron Ananian, inviting you to join me Saturday afternoons from 2 to 4 p.m. for The Car Doctor. Helpful tips on repairs, how to avoid them, along with the best maintenance advice for your vehicle. The Car Doctor, Saturdays from 2 to 4 p.m. on News Radio 1290 WNBS. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF. All right, big Fourth of July weekend coming up. We're just on the eve of it as the Dick Sporting Goods Open begins tomorrow at Enjoy. Roger Neal will have reports throughout the weekend for us, keeping us up to date with the leaderboard and what's going on. And uh, then on Monday, our own Bill Flynn out in Montrose for the big celebrations there. And I don't know if the Polka King's coming in this morning. Sometimes he's working in one of the production studios. If he is, we'll, we'll get him in here to talk a little bit more about it and what's going on there. We're excited about uh, the 4th of July weekend, though. It's going to be a nice one. looks like weather-wise, uh, pretty cooperative. We may see a few showers of thunderstorms on Saturday, but the rest of the week looks really good right now. And let's get an official new temperature here all right here we go 66 now it's gone down a tick so we're 66 degrees right now it's WNBF first news Binghamton I'm Doug Mosier along with Kathy White 747 right now so breaking up Facebook ABC's Alex Stone big question on antitrust advocates minds this week what happens to the FTC's effort to break up Facebook 
Will Reinhardt is a senior research fellow at Utah State Center for Growth and Opportunity. He says the FTC's initial Facebook antitrust complaint was filed last year, but a Washington, D.C. judge dismissed the case on Monday, saying it was too broad. What the judge was uh, was was basically suggesting is that you need to do a better job about more narrowly defining what this market should look like. The FTC now has until July 29th to refile the antitrust case, or Reinhardt says they could go in a different direction. Going forward, I think the much easier case is to bring something against Facebook or Google or Amazon in their advertising space, particularly Google and Facebook. It comes as several pieces of antitrust legislation make their way through Congress. Senator Klobuchar said that she's probably going to be introducing them in the next couple days. With tech friends of Alex Stone ABC News. Thank you, Alex. WNBF First News Time is 7.48, and let's get a check on Wall Street. Investors roll into the second half of 2021 on a high note. On Wednesday, the S&P 500 closed up six points, marking the fifth straight quarter of gains. The Dow added 210 points, while the Nasdaq lost a fraction, but that came after two straight days of record highs. Chinese ride-hailing company Didi Shuqing made its NYSD debut yesterday, closing with a market cap of $68 billion. Didi's U.S. counterpart Uber owns an $8 billion stake in the Beijing-based firm. Might start getting fewer nuisance phone calls. The deadline has passed for wireless companies to launch call authentication technology. It's intended to stop robocalls. The average American received a dozen such calls in May alone. The cost of grabbing a six-pack or a bottle of wine may be heading up. Analysts tell the Wall Street Journal that alcohol prices will start rising soon as the cost of everything from aluminum for cans to transportation has been climbing. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thanks, Jim. WNBF First News Time is 749. So the NCAA has cleared the way for athletes to profit off their names. It has approved measures that would allow that, doing so on the eve of legislation in several states that would authorize for such compensation. The approval from the NCAA Board of Directors came days after a recommendation from the Division I Council to let athletes in every state pursue compensation for their name, image, and likeness without jeopardizing their college eligibility. The NCAA's decision to suspend restrictions on payments to athletes for things such as sponsorship deals, online endorsements, and personal appearances applies to all three divisions of some 460,000 athletes. The NCAA also was allowing athletes to enter into deals with agents while encouraging them to keep schools informed. The NCAA said schools are responsible for determining whether those activities are consistent with state law. Remember what happened to Jim Thorpe years ago? Lost all his medals and everything because they said he took money playing some... I forget what it was, and it was some kind of a a petty little thing, too, and I don't know if they've ever exonerated him or not, but uh, not too far from here uh, was his homeland down in Pennsylvania. You know, through there, they got uh, a picture of Jim Thorpe uh, right up there. American Indian, I believe he was, and uh, one hell of an athlete, too. So, yeah, that's interesting. That's going to open up a lot of different things for for athletes now uh, in the non-professional level and Collegian. WNBF First News Time 751, and uh, we got fun facts coming up and more on the way. Temperatures right now about 66 degrees on our way to temperatures in the upper 70s today, but hey, no heat advisory, all right? You can live with that. First News Time. 
traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Uh, weather conditions, uh, actually, no heat advisory today, so things are going to be much cooler, which will open up things for road crews and construction projects uh, that were slated to begin this week, including Riverside Drive with paving going on, alternating lane closures from Route 201 to the city line and on the South Side Bridge in Binghamton as well, and milling and paving operations throughout. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Cloudy, chance of showers and thunderstorms today, high in the mid-upper 70s. Tonight, cloudy, chance of showers, thunderstorms, low 60s. Cloudy with a chance of showers, possibly a thunderstorm on Friday, mid-70s. And into the weekend, looks like on Saturday, partly sunny, with maybe a 50% chance of showers and afternoon thunderstorms and temperatures in the mid-70s. Then for Sunday, July 4th, and Monday, July 5th, sunshine. High near 80 on Sunday and then mid-80s on Monday. Right now we're at 66 degrees at WNBF. Time to test your knowledge of facts and fiction with a little help from America's most cantankerous judge. It's WNBF's... That's the truth. Or... That's baloney. Fun facts. Just remember, I know everything. All right. We'll find out how much you know about these five fun facts. Fun fact number one. Early 18th century pirate Benjamin Hornigold once attacked a merchant ship just to steal the crew members' hats. Early 18th century pirate Benjamin Hornigold once attacked a merchant ship just to steal the crew members' hats. What? That's the truth. Yeah, his men had gotten drunk the night before and threw their hats overboard. Well, we can't have that. We're going to have to go rob somebody. Arg! give me your hats. Human babies blink twice as much as adults. Human babies blink twice as much as adults. That's baloney. Yeah, you might have thought so, but no. Human babies blink twice as much as adults is not true. Human babies only blink once or twice per minute on average. Adults blink about 10 times per minute on average. Oh, here's a good one. Male horses have more teeth than females. Male horses have more teeth than females. Those of you who are equestrians, lovers, and such probably know this answer. That's the truth. That males typically have 40 teeth, females have 36. The difference is that males usually have four canine teeth located between the front incisors and the cheek teeth. Females don't usually have canine teeth. That's according to, yeah, okay? Just answer my question, wise guy. All right. Uh, here's another one. Here's a golf one. We're getting ready for the Dick Sporting Goods Open. A lot of golfers out there. In golf, a score of four under par on a single hole is called a miller. In golf, a score of four under par on a single hole is called a miller. What do you think, golfers? That's baloney. Yeah. In golf, a score of four under par on a single hole is called a condor. There have only been four verified, and it's all were holes in one on a par five hole. A condor, score of four under par. Wow. And finally, fun fact number five. Gerald Ford is the only Eagle Scout to become U.S. President. Gerald Ford is the only Eagle Scout to become President. What do you think? That's the truth. Yeah, I was going to say Donald Trump, but if I said that... That's baloney. All right. Anyway, Gerald Ford is the only Eagle Scout to become U.S. president.
What do you think, huh? Who cares? Oh, I think it's an interesting fact. All right. That is our fun facts. As we get into our final hour coming up here of WNBF First News, Binghamton. Bob Joseph in with Binghamton now a little after 9 this morning. And then the Dan Bongino Show from noon to 3 here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Kathy, standing by with local headlines. We'll get you up to date with that in world headlines and sports and all things like that there, too. All coming up in our final hour together. Thanks for hanging with us. We appreciate it. All right. Let's move forward into world headlines. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. 66 degrees. Good morning. It's 8 a.m. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 66 degrees at 8.04. The forecast for today. Well, we got this fog around in some spots this morning. That is reducing visibility to about three miles if you happen to be in just the right spot and we'll have a 60 percent chance of showers and thunderstorms throughout the day today a high in the mid to upper 70s the enjoy golf club in endicott will continue to host professional golf tournaments for at least the next three years PGA Tour Champions President Miller Brady yesterday announcing the Dick Sporting Goods Open will still be played in Broome County at least through 2024. He says the county has been an exceptional host for a half century. Dick Sporting Goods Executive Chairman Dick Stack says that they were thrilled to continue the partnership with the PGA Tour Champions. The tournament organizers point out the BC Open and Dick's Open are responsible for millions of dollars in funds for local charities and in revenues for the local economy year after year. An Oswego County man with a criminal record that stretches across the state is being handed a seven-year prison sentence by a Broome County jury. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says Andrew Stotinger of Fulton was sentenced to state prison after pleading guilty to burglary for entering a Vestal home and stealing guns, jewelry, and money in October of 2019. An online search for Andrew J. Stotinger turns up reports on Staten Island Live in March of 2019 and prior to that July of 2018 indicating the Fulton man was found with three guns while stealing jewelry from a car. The reports say the New York Police Department reported officers approached Stotinger when he was seen handling jewelry in the driver's seat of a car and found a duffel bag in the back seat with a firearm in plain view. The police at that time confiscated a 38 caliber, 44 magnum, and a 9mm handgun in the incident. A New York State trooper who was wounded when a man fired a gun in deposit is out of the hospital a week after the incident. New York State police say that trooper Ryan Thorpe left Wilson Memorial Regional Medical Center in Johnson City on Wednesday. Thorpe was in a wheelchair as he exited the hospital and was met by several other state troopers along Baldwin Street. Thorpe sustained arm injuries when he was shot on Sunrise Terrace in deposit at around 9 p.m. on June 23rd. 44-year-old Scott Maywiney of deposit is charged with attempted murder in connection with the shooting. A store that had been a fixture in downtown Binghamton in a neighborhood for 35 years is closed. 
Binghamton Floor Store on Susquehanna Street opened in late 1985. Owner Tony Sharon recently informed customers that he had decided to start a new phase and retire. The store specialized in carpeting, ceramic tile, and hardwood flooring. In a message posted to Facebook, Sharon thanked the store's customers for their support over the years. He also thanked the installers he had worked with since he opened the business. WMBF News Time 807. According to a report by the Associated Press, lawmakers in the New York State Assembly's Judiciary Committee say they will issue subpoenas to compel documents from witnesses for a months long probe whether there should be an impeachment action against Governor Andrew Cuomo. Speaking yesterday at a legislative committee meeting, Assembly Judiciary Committee Chair Charles Levine said the committee will issue subpoenas to help lawyers helping with the legislative probe gather records and interviews. Levine says the Manhattan law firm of Davis Polk and Wardwell will conduct interviews under oath on the committee's behalf. The Judiciary Committee has released few details about its ongoing investigation that was launched in mid-March. Out of 50 winners, two are from the Southern Tier, students getting free ride scholarships to state universities of New York or City University of New York schools. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo had announced the Get a Shot to Make Your Future incentive to try to get more younger residents vaccinated against COVID-19 by offering full scholarships to New York State universities. Teens aged 12 to 17 were the latest group to qualify to get the Pfizer vaccination. The deal offered tuition at a SUNY or CUNY school for full four years of undergraduate study, non-tuition costs, including room and board allowances, books, supplies, and even transportation for qualified off-campus students. There were 10 winners a week for five weeks, a majority of those winners from downstate, Long Island, and New York City. The final winners of a drawing for scholarships for newly vaccinated New York students were announced yesterday. Binghamton High School graduate Yuji Diao landed a scholarship, and one of the winners last week was Gabrielle Fletterman of Tioga County. It's 809, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290, WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an un imaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290, WN Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And let's start with the NBA last night. Looks like uh, the Phoenix, well, it doesn't look like it's definite. The Phoenix Suns have advanced to the NBA Finals by knocking off the L.A. Clippers 130-103. to Chris Paul had 41 points matching his career season high for a playoff. Yeah, Devin Booker dumped in 22. 
and uh, they're ready. The first uh, their first trip back in 28 years is the third time they've been to the finals. Phoenix Suns, uh, as I said before, should erect a statue to Chris Paul and his fake brother. That's really him with the argyle shirt. You know, I forget what, what was his name. I, I forget Cliff. That's it. So they should put one of, of both of them up uh, in front of uh, uh, the Phoenix Arena because they wouldn't be there if it wasn't for Chris Paul. I'm 100% sure of that. Guy's just been playing crazy. All right, so uh, let's switch to the other side of the coin. Milwaukee and Atlanta knocked it two apiece in the Eastern Conference Finals as Phoenix awaits the winner. And uh, both will go out with will probably go without key players tonight. Looks like Giannis will not be in. He had an MRI, hyperextended knee, probably won't play tonight. Clint Capella has some kind of eye infection. He may not play. and not sure about Trey Young's status right now, but ought to be an interesting game. Game five tonight is in Milwaukee. Let's switch to the NF NHL Stanley Cup Finals. 422 left. Edmondson behind the Montreal net. A pass picked off Palat. Score! Andre Palat! Almost sounds like Bill Murray. Cinderella story. Anyway, yeah, the the Bolts beat the Canadians. Tampa Bay Lightning three, Montreal Canadiens one. Tampa Bay has a 2-0 lead going into uh, the third game. Uh, three games three and four will be uh, Montreal's home ice. And are you ready for this, Mets fans? You're not ready for this. Twenty to two, the Mets got beat by Atlanta. Twenty to two yesterday. St. Louis, Milwaukee, Colorado, San Diego, Miami. See how I just skipped right over that. Are all winners in the National League? Over in the American League, Yankees were doing well until Jared Walsh hit a tying grand slam off Aroldis Chapman. Oh, Aroldis, how could you do this? A seven-run ninth inning. And they tied the game, and then they ended up winning 11-8. to Game went to about 1 a.m. in the morning. Yankees lose 11-8. Detroit, Boston, White Sox, Seattle, Baltimore, Oakland, and Detroit all winners in the American League. Rumble Ponies winning over the Richmond Flying Squirrels 6-2 yesterday. That's a second straight game that they have won uh, on that uh, six-game home series, or road series, I'm sorry. Uh, and I think that's four in a row for them now. But uh, game three tonight in Richmond. They'll be back here Tuesday for six games at home at Morabito Stadium next Tuesday to take on the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. That is a look at sports. No word on the Pro-Am yet this morning and whether or not it's underway and what's going on. I'm going to be checking in, and uh, we'll be checking with Roger all weekend for the Dick Sporting Goods Open and uh, the uh, leaderboard and what's going on. An exciting tournament. We just heard that they're picking it up for three more years here. We're excited about that. Special thanks to uh, Dick Sporting Goods Open, of course, for uh, you know sponsoring this event and uh, something we look forward to every year. A little bit different this year, but still, uh, it will go on. So uh, we'll have all the information for you all weekend long right here. Our own Roger Neal uh, from Enjoy all weekend for the Dick Sporting Goods Open reports. All right, that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time is 814. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Some road projects may continue today, including the paving on Riverside Drive, alternating lanes expected from Route 201 to the city line. And the Southside Bridge in Binghamton also work is beginning on that. 
Probably some work on the pedestrian and bike path down on Route 434 from Vestal Ave down into the city. Um, that's possible as well. And probably some other areas as temperatures today will not be as hot as they've been. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High in the mid to upper 70s today. Tonight, cloudy. Chance of showers. T-storms low 60s. Friday. Chance of showers and thunderstorms most likely and cloudy, mid-70s. And for the weekend, partly sunny on Saturday. Chance of showers and afternoon thunderstorms, low to mid-70s. July 4th, Sunday, mostly sunny, high near 80, and sunny on Monday with highs in the mid-80s. And we're at 67 degrees. WNBF First News Time is 8.50. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. Well, Bill Cosby has been freed from prison after Pennsylvania's highest court overturned his sexual assault conviction. It's a stunning reversal of fortune for the comedian once known as America's dad. The state Supreme Court said Wednesday that the prosecutor who brought the case was bound by his predecessor's agreement not to charge Cosby. Cosby's conviction was seen as a big win for the Me Too movement and personal vindication for more than 50 women who accused him of drugging and assaulting them. This morning, Constant calling Cosby's release, quote, disappointing, adding that the court decision may discourage those who seek justice for sexual assault in the criminal justice system. And Lisa Lott Lublin, who accused Cosby of drugging and assaulting her in 1989, says he got off on a technical and I'm sure Gloria Allred and the rest are, are up in arms, and rightly so. I mean, uh, you know, the man uh, sexually assaulted a lot of different women, and uh, you know what? Um, sometimes what goes around comes around, so we'll have to wait and see. It was a technicality. Joining me, ladies and gentlemen, in the studio, once again, Polka Royalty has entered. Mr. Bill Flynn. How you doing? Thank you very much, Doug. I'm well, thank you. Good morning. That's good to have you. I was wondering, I kept going up and down the hall going, where's my Polka King? Where's my Polka King? Because I knew you were coming in. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's quiet out there. Not, yeah. not much traffic. Yeah. Not many people walking around. Of course, it's a holiday weekend, yeah. so uh, people are like taking advantage, getting out early, I guess. You know. You have a lot of things going on this weekend, and including the Dick Sporting Goods Open, obviously, but um, you are going to be out, too. Yeah. Uh, th that's terrific. First of all, Dick's, Doug, thank you very much. Yeah. That is a huge, huge event, as we know in our community. Many listeners to that, and the largest sporting event of the year yep. and again we're so glad we teamed up with Roger Neal again. Oh, we're excited to have oh. him back, Bill. Thank you for doing that. Oh, what a pleasure. Well, yeah. I just said we got to do this. We've done it before. So he's out there today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just actually just texted him to see oh. what's going on with the Pro-Am to see okay. if uh, if it's on or not, because okay. I know it was raining a little bit, so they, I want well, to see... Ro if it, Roger will be on right through Sunday, as you've been telling everybody, and uh, no problem with getting sponsors for that. The sponsors just couldn't wait to do that, and with Roger doing it, of course. So that'll be up until Sunday the 4th, and then we'll be in Montrose, Doug, on, on the 5th. What a huge event that is. I've been in constant contact mm -hmm. with the people there, and they are the first ones, Montrose, to open up the festival the way it was before the pandemic came along. They're right, right back at that once again. Yeah, and folks, you can go to this. It's not that far. Mont Montrose is a stone's throw over the border. It's, yep. You're right there. So talk to us about some of the things going on there this weekend on Monday. Well, we're looking forward to being out there early. Kevin and I will be out there early. They're doing the fireworks uh, on Sunday, July 4th. At the, the high evening, school. At the high school. Right. Mm -hmm. Then Monday morning, they start early with the church, has a, a breakfast. Then they have the 5 and 10K run. Mm -hmm. uh, then they have the vendors setting up on the green. 
I was very pleased to learn that they're right back at it again with the vendors because I, I was kind of thinking, well, gee, with the pandemic, are the vendors going to want to come back? And they can't wait to come back. I'll so, bet. so they've got over 100 of those again. Wow. And, of course, the parade, the huge parade starts uh, at yeah. 11 there. Mm-hmm. And um, the firemen and the uh, uh, sponsors that we have will be in the barbecue, chicken barbecue pits. Mm-hmm. They have the chicken barbecue. And, but there's other food stands along the way. So that's a huge event, Kev. Or, uh, Kevin and I are looking forward to being there. Yeah. And that is this, this weekend as well. Then the following week, uh, we'll be going out to um, uh, the air show. Right. The, the yeah. air show. We're looking forward to that Binghamton air show that's coming up uh, July 17 and 18. Unfortunately, it's the same weekend as the Lumberjack Festival. In deposit. They're, yeah. They're coming back. Mm-hmm. They've been doing that 45 years. Right. So we can't do both of them. They're both the same day. So we had uh, the, the air show in the book before Lumberjack got in touch with me. Then we'll be down in Susquehanna, Pennsylvania. Gosh, I look forward to that. I love small towns, Doug. Well, I lived in Susquehanna and Oakland for a little while. My, my aunt lived there, so I stayed there one summer with them. What a beautiful area. Nice people. I love, I yes, I yeah. love the small towns, the way they all come together and put on an event in the community. I started with them when they called me in Susquehanna, Pennsylvania. We did one day around seven or eight years ago. Now it's up to four days, including amusement rides. It's a huge, huge yeah. event, and people come from all over. Now we'll be doing that broadcast on our sister station, The Hawk. Right. Uh, that'll be on Thursday, July 22nd. Then we go to Holy Family. And then we'll, I, I got a list of things here that uh, we'll be busy once again, but there's nothing, nothing like being out in the community. Well, you say that all the time. It's true. I mean, we love being behind the microphone, but we love it even more when we're out with you, the people. The late Bill Parker, God rest his soul, always told me that he says, I'm sitting here talking to thousands, yep. as you just said, and uh, but getting out of the community is a whole new ball game. And I, I don't mind doing that. A lot of good broadcasters say, no, leave me alone on the weekends. I want to have my weekends off. I says, well, you can't be in the business if that's the way you feel. you got to get out there in the community. Well, you belong to the community, Bill. You always have. And like I said, putting this together with us, uh, and what a carrot, what a jewel getting Roger involved again. Yeah, yeah. You know? well, we met, and I says, Roger, we got to come back. Okay, I, I, I'd like to do that. So uh, I'm looking forward to hearing his reports today. And I appreciate you, Doug, having me on the show. Well, thank you. And you're always welcome. And, you know, the weather's going to be great this weekend, too. So uh, for the festivities in Montrose, it looks like you're going to have real nice weather. Looks great right now. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks, Doug. You have a great day. <laughs> you too. Ladies and gentlemen, the Polka King, Bill Flynn. Don't forget classic hits from 8 to 2 on Saturday. And then, of course, the world-renowned, world-famous Polka Show Sundays from 7 to noon along with Kevin Bixby right here. News Radio 1290. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Good morning to you. Right off the bat, I want to send a big, big heartfelt thank you out to Carol for this beautiful pillow imported from Sacred Heart Ukrainian and Catholic Church. What a beautiful Pillow. Kathy, did you get one of these? I know I got this is really nice. It's got musical notes on it. Uh, what's all oh, you're talking to the Polka King? He's everywhere. He's everywhere. No, I was saying, did you get one you're of these? You're the jester. He's the king. I'm doing with the king first. <laughs> yes, he is the king, and I am the jester. <laughs> 
Yes, I did get one from Carol. Thank you very much, Carol. Carol, thank you. These are really nice. It was very nice of you. And I'm sorry I didn't return your phone call. We got I got busy with some stuff, and then half the time because my the half of my well, you don't want to you don't want to hear my excuses. But thank you very very much for. Uh, for doing that for us, we really appreciate it. And the, and the bowl you brought me a while back, I have to tell you, I eat my cereal in it every single morning. So thank you so much for that. One of our really good listeners, Carol, we we so much appreciate your support and all your kindness. Too, so thanks again. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 8.30. We've been stuck at about 66 degrees most of the morning with some fog and mist around the area. So keep that in mind as we are moving through the morning. That could be sticking through about midday as a possibility. Sydney is getting more serious about the growing Delta variant of the coronavirus. At least two dozen more cases have shown up over the past 24 hours and that's raising concerns. The regional leader of New South Wales says... We want the lockdown to succeed. All of us have to minimise our movements. All of us have to minimise our interaction with others, as difficult as that is, to make sure that the lockdown is successful. Meanwhile, the slow to start vaccination program is now ramping up, but there's a long way to go. Tom Rivers, ABC News, of the Foreign Desk. Rescue crews and family members of those still missing in that collapse of a Florida condo in Surfside, Florida, will meet with the President and the First Lady today. This comes as more remains were found yesterday. Six more people's bodies being brought out of the rubble, bringing the number of confirmed dead in that collapse to 18. They're called dark side coupons, and they can be found for sale on a number of websites. Most are legitimate, but there is a nationwide crackdown now on fake coupons. The investigation began last year when retailers noticed customers using an inordinate number of coupons. In the Houston area, says Montgomery County Sheriff's Captain Tim Holyfield. One individual purchased items valued at $200,000 in one year's time. The coupons were the product of a ring of counterfeiters working in 23 states. Along with the fake coupons, police seized $40,000 worth of cleaning products, toys, even pet food, which had been purchased with them. It won't all sit in an evidence locker. The goods have been donated to nonprofit organizations that can use them. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. WMBF First News Time, 832. Authorities in Broome County are investigating a mysterious rollover crash with no driver to be found anywhere this morning. The sheriff's officials were called to Route 17, a.k.a. I-86, between West Windsor and Windsor shortly before 3 this morning and found a vehicle blocking both eastbound lanes. The airbag deployed, but no driver. Authorities did not immediately find any indication that someone might have been hurt, nor did they find an evidence of another vehicle stopping and giving the driver a lift. The lanes of the highway were blocked for over a half hour as the investigation was launched and a tow truck brought in to remove the sedan. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Broome County Sheriff's Office. A Bradford County man is recovering from injuries suffered after crashing a motorcycle in Pike Township on Saturday. Pennsylvania State Police say 23-year-old Christopher Bartlett of LaRaysville was traveling south on Patton Hill Road just north of State Route 706 shortly before 7.30 Saturday evening. 
When he apparently lost control of the bike, the motorcycle left the road and hit an embankment. Troopers say they believe Bartlett suffered minor injuries, but he was taken by helicopter Guthrie Air to Robert Packer Hospital in Sayre. The investigation is continuing. As we heard out of Australia, great concerns are starting to really emerge about the new variant of the coronavirus. The new coronavirus infections in the region remain low in spite of concerns about the spread of that new highly contagious Delta variant now found in all 50 states. The mutation was recently infected people who are even fully vaccinated against COVID-19. However, health officials say the vaccines are effective in preventing serious illness and hospitalization hospitalization, even from the variant. Broome County is hosting a number of vaccination clinics today. The single dose Johnson & Johnson will be available from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. at Schneider's Market in Kirkwood and from 5.05 to 6 p.m. at Trucks on the Tracks. That's the food truck event at the train station on Lewis Street in Binghamton today. The first dose of the Moderna vaccine is being given at the health department on Front Street from 1.10 till 3 p.m. There was only one new case of COVID-19 reported in the entire southern tier during yesterday's update. Broome County reported that one new case. While no new cases were reported in Cortland or Tioga counties, there were no updates for Delaware or Shenango counties, which both now have gone to releasing new statistics weekly. Delaware County will have updated numbers for the week today. Shenango County had a report yesterday, so it won't have any new information released uh, to the public on the Health Department Facebook until uh, the afternoon of July 6th. It's 8.35, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. And good morning to you, my friends, as we get ready for the big 4th of July weekend coming up here. And, uh, boy, it looks like weather-wise right now, keep your fingers crossed. We were just talking to Bill Flynn a few minutes ago about all the things we're doing this weekend and, of course, things coming up uh, in the upcoming weeks here. Uh, with WNBF. And boy, it's just nice to be able to get out and do some things again with you. You know, get to see you. Um, we enjoy that very much. So this weekend, uh, the Dick Sporting Goods open. Roger just sent me a picture from, uh, from Enjoy. I think that's where he is right now, uh, of the whole sponsored uh, Dick Sporting Goods. And um, he'll be doing reports this weekend from Enjoy as the tournament gets underway tomorrow. Uh, and then, of course, we have the festivities, as Bill Flynn mentioned, in Montrose, Pennsylvania, which is something they couldn't do last year. So we're excited about them bringing that back. Uh, the Lumberjack Festival in Deposit is going to be going on again this year, which is great. I mean, that is just one of the huge events out there in Deposit that uh, people in this area look forward to year after year, and many others, too. So we're excited about that and so glad that uh, things are starting to open back up again for us. 66 degrees right now. Let's get an entertainment update with Jason Nathanson. <laughs> Entertainment News. The film No Sudden Move is directed by Steven Soderbergh. If you're the only one that can make a move, I can make a move too. It stars Don Cheadle, Benicio Del Toro, Ray Liotta, John Hamm. It's a heist movie about the development of the catalytic converter. Which Hamm says he knows doesn't sound sexy, but it's also about so much more. It's a story about demolishing of, of inner city neighborhoods to make way for the freeway culture. It's a story about organized crime. It's a story about big business. It's no Sudden Move is out today in theaters and streaming on HBO Max. 
The Oscars have made a couple of rules changes official. Carrying over from this year, films eligible for next year's awards can be released on streaming. They don't have to be in theater. And also the number of films for Best Picture will be 10 instead of a floating number that went up to 10. Smallville actress Allison Mack has been sentenced to three years in prison for her role in the Nexium sex cult. And Missy Elliott might be getting her freak on today. It's her birthday. She's 50. Jason Nathanson, ABC News. Now, what does that mean, get your freak on? I still don't know what that means. I'm sorry. I live a sheltered life here. You know, we're almost right in the middle of the year. It's 182nd day with 183 left. So we're, you might as well say we're right in the middle of uh, the uh, year that uh, it is. And things are starting to look a little bit better for sure for 2021. Uh, what happened on this day? The U.S. Post Office inaugurated its five-digit zip code on this day. No wonder it's National Postal Workers Day. So we want to send out a salute to all of our postal workers out there. And uh, we appreciate everything you do. It's, uh, it's a, sometimes a long, hard, tedious day for you, especially, I'm sure, over the last year and a half with so many different people doing things only by mail. Um, we're so glad that... Uh, you know, that we have our postal carriers out there that are doing this. So we appreciate you guys who want to recognize that on National Postal Worker Day. International Joke Day today, too. And a Creative Ice Cream Flavors Day. Some of those ice cream flavors I don't even want to know about, to be honest with you. All right, so uh, breaking up Facebook, is that a possibility? Here's ABC's Alex Stone with more. Big question on antitrust advocates' minds this week. What happens to the FTC's effort to break up Facebook? Will Reinhardt is a senior research fellow at Utah State Center for Growth and Opportunity. He says the FTC's initial Facebook antitrust complaint was filed last year, but a Washington, D.C. judge dismissed the case on Monday, saying it was too broad. What the judge was 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 basically suggesting is that you need to do a better job about more narrowly defining what this market should look like. The FTC now has until July 29th to refile the antitrust case, or Reinhardt says they could go in a different direction. Going forward, I think the much easier case is to bring something against Facebook or Google or Amazon in their advertising space, particularly Google and Facebook. It comes as several pieces of antitrust legislation make their way through Congress. Senator Klobuchar said that she's probably going to be introducing them in the next couple days. With tech friends of Alex Stone, ABC News. Here's something interesting. It says that, uh, you know, it's always said that crime doesn't pay. Well, now you can add that to uh, <laughs> crime especially doesn't pay when you try to pay for an alleged crime with proceeds from a crime. That's the lesson authorities say a man in Maine learned the hard way. The New York, uh, the York County's Sheriff's Office says it responded to a report of a stolen vehicle, found a man walking nearby. He wasn't involved in the car theft, but was nabbed on an outstanding warrant for theft from a store. Man said he could post his $200 bail, but he tried to pay with two counterfeit $100 bills. The suspect was denied bail, returned to jail, and had forgery charges tacked on to his record. Yet you can't pay with counterfeit bills. <laughs> what did he say? Him say, you big dummy. <laughs> Room Target Workforce Report coming up. First news,
It's the annual Independence Day celebration in Montrose, Pennsylvania, July 4th and 5th. At dusk on July 4th, fireworks at the Montrose Area High School. Then Monday, July 5th, the big day. Pancake breakfast, Independent Day races, over 100 art and craft vendors on the green. The huge patriotic parade with the home theme, thanking our heroes. Parade begins at 11 o'clock. Plenty of food, vendors, and all during the all-day celebration. Your host the Kiwanis and Lions Clubs. This is WMBS Bill Flynn inviting you to hear our live coverage with me and Kevin Bigsby 8 o'clock in the morning on WMBF 1290. Proudly sponsored by the Daniel K. Regan Funeral Home, Overhead Door Company, Montrose Parade Committee, Little Nelson Insurance Agency, Lockheed Rock Products, Montrose Motors, and Endless Mountain Healthcare Systems. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And also at WNBF.com or through the WNBF app. We're available there for you, and uh, you can always find us on podcast as well if you miss one of the episodes. Right now, time for our Broome County Tioga Job Fair report from the Career Center in the Oakdale Mall. We're going to go and talk to Steve right now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How's it going? We're going. We're doing good. We're getting excited for a nice weekend coming up here, and I know you guys also had that big job fair next Tuesday. But uh, go ahead and give us your job report. Yeah, let's do it. So, hot job number one today is with Keystone Material Testing, looking for a radon mitigation installer. This position requires the candidate to be responsible for a number of basic work tasks, including minor carpentry, plumbing, and electrical installation. And experience with installation of radon mitigation systems is preferred. Hot job number two is with NBT Bank. They are looking for HR business partners. Human resource business partners provide strategic support to heads of business divisions. They understand the challenges of their business division and work to provide solutions and services to their client. And job number three is with Vestal Electronic Devices looking for machine operator inspector. Vestal Electronic Devices is seeking motivated, detail-oriented individuals capable of setup, maintenance, and operation of their automatic and semi-automatic machinery. On-the-job training will be provided to improve efficiency and success. And then, of course, we have our upcoming recruitments. As you said, we have the Grand Slam Job Fair, which we are all very excited about at the <clears throat> excuse me, at Marabito Stadium, 211 Henry Street, Binghamton, on July 6th. From 4.30 to 6.30, we have 50 businesses attended, even more job titles, even more job openings. Um, you know, we, they want you to bring in your resume. You have today, Friday, and then Tuesday during the day to have an appointment with us, have us take a look at your resume, see if we can make some tweaks, adjust it. That way we really get you prepared for the job fair. If you're interested in any or all of those services, give us a call. 607-778-2136. Send us a message on Facebook, Broomtiger Works. Go to our website, broomtigerworks.com. Um, anything to get you prepared to pick up one of those open positions. Yeah, and you know, I was talking to Preston yesterday, Steve, and he said that you guys, uh, with this job fair, there's going to be like over a thousand positions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, what does that tell you about the workforce? We we need people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there are incentives everywhere for jobs. We really are. The the jobs are available if you're looking for them, folks. You it, know, it, and if you're looking for a couple extra tips or you just really need to know how to land it, give us a call. Come on in. 
Yeah, they can help you out for sure. And don't wait. I mean, the best jobs are out there waiting for you right now. So get out there, and especially this job fair over at Marabito Stadium on Tuesday, you're going to find a lot of great openings. So uh, if you know somebody, to spread the word. Steve, we'll look forward to talking with you guys again tomorrow. You have a great day. You too. All right, bye now. Broom Tiger Workforce Job Report each and every day about 845. We bring you all the latest job openings. And on uh, Wednesdays, it's Workforce Wednesday, and we give you some tips and insights into the infrastructure of this career center in the Oakdale Mall. Broom Tiger Workforce New York is here. Their programs and services are free. You take advantage of them. You're looking to get back into the workforce, change careers, or you know somebody that is, spread the word. WNBF First News Time is 850. We'll wrap up the show. Bob Joseph getting ready with WNBF's Binghamton now coming your way a little after 9 this morning. And the Dan Bongino Show from noon to 3 today on News Radio 1290. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Temperatures a little cooler today, so uh, the road work scheduled for this week will probably begin. And if you hadn't heard before, work on Riverside Drive to begin this week. Paving operations, alternating lanes from Route 201 to the city line expected. Also work over on the Southside Bridge in Binghamton. They'll be working on that, as well as probably the pedestrian walkway and bike path along Route 434 from Vestal Ave down uh, into the city along the river right there. And many other projects that probably were put on hold the last couple of days because of the extreme heat will probably get underway now. The temperatures will not get out of the 70s today. And, of course, said weather permitting because there could be some rain. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast cloudy today. There is a chance of showers and thunderstorms, mid to upper 70s. Tonight, cloudy, chance of showers, thunderstorms, low 60s. Friday, uh Mostly cloudy, chance of showers, possibly a thunderstorm high in the mid-70s. Saturday, partly sunny, with about a 50% chance of showers and maybe some afternoon thunderstorms, uh, lows to mid-70s. And then for the 4th of July, it looks really nice right now. Mostly sunny on Sunday, high near 80. Even on Monday, sunshine, highs in the mid-80s for the big celebrations down in Montrose with Bill Flynn and Kevin Bixby on Monday. And, of course, uh, the Dick's Sporty Goods open throughout the weekend beginning tomorrow. Well, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we'll be checking in with Roger Neal for reports and uh, leaderboard scores. And, uh, we'll be doing that. We're excited about things coming back. I was talking to one of our, our listeners, DJ, and I haven't verified it yet, but probably right, and we'll find out a little bit more about it. I guess Candor will be having some things this weekend as well. I'm not surprised, and they'll probably be having some fireworks down there. I know Highland Park has fireworks. Uh, there'll be fireworks uh, at the Montrose High School on Sunday night before the big festivities on Monday. And uh, we're excited about it. It's nice to, to see things starting to pick back up again. Put an article up this morning because this holiday really is kind of, I think, the first one of its kind that uh, we've actually have people kind of getting back to normal again. I mean, we have events scheduled where there's going to be a lot of people. We're not distancing as much, not wearing our masks as much. A few people still wearing their masks, and that's fine. If you feel more comfortable wearing your mask, then I think you should wear it. You know, uh, and some people do. We've uh, um, seen a lot of people, um, you know, uh, don the masks now. So how to prepare for the holiday weekend. Got an article up with some tips and things that you may or may not think about. 
sometimes we don't think about everything, you know, and that's why I say we're little voices in your ears to remind you, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, well, this is what we're doing. That's what we should do. Uh, And everybody's got different things they're going to be doing for the weekend. You may be going out of town. You may be attending a fireworks celebration around the area, as we mentioned some of those. You may be hosting a party at your house. You may be doing all of those things, or maybe none. But uh, either way, there are some suggestions on what you might want to do for the weekend. Uh, I'm excited just about being able to do things with my family again. It's been a long time you know, since we've really been able to do anything together outside of uh, the social distancing realm that we've all been in. Uh, in this past year and a half. So it's nice to see that coming to somewhat of an end. Also, we had mentioned some areas that uh, will be providing vaccinations. There's several around the area. And, folks, if you want the vaccination, if you want it, whether you get the Moderna, the Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, um, it's available to you for free. And there's uh, locations around the area where you can get that. So, in fact, there is one location... Uh, that has uh, events going on. Trucks on the Track is coming back tonight, and that's over at the uh, the old train station right near uh, Morabito Stadium where the Rumble Ponies play, the uh, historic Lackawanna train station. That's going on tonight. And while you're there, you could get your vaccination as well. You're going to have over 25 food trucks and vendors, barbecue, all kinds of foods, ice cream, Iced coffee, even plant-based foods, uh, Latino and Filipino foods, and much more. So you can check all of that out and enjoy it. I'm getting so, uh, I, I'm trying different things that I haven't tried before outside my comfort zone food. You know, there's certain foods I've never tried before and certain things. And I was mentioning earlier to Kathy that my wife started dabbling a little bit in some of the uh, the Asian cuisines and some of the, the foods that they use, like ginger and some of the the spices and and I had some that she made me yesterday and it was really good. Really enjoyed that a lot. So very tasty. So yeah, expand, explore outside your comfort zone. Now, I there's certain things I won't eat like sushi. I'm not going to eat that. I just won't. Right? I know she says it's rice, it's not. But whenever I think of sushi, Kathy White, I still think of fish and I think most people do. If I said what's sushi, people say I'm not eating fish. I know, and they're wrong. Well, then why are they calling it, why do they associate it with that then? I don't know. (laughs) I can't hear you. She got the mic turned off over there. What are you saying? A lot of times the sashimi, which is the raw fish, is over top of the sushi rice. Okay. And it just got westernized to be referred to as sushi. So, But it's really sashimi. If it doesn't have rice with it, it is sashimi. Okay. But sushi can be cooked. The crab is cooked. The shrimp is cooked. Mm-hmm. You can have some that's vegetables with no protein in it. The uni, which is the eel, that is cooked with a barbecue sauce, actually. That sounds good. It is very good. All right. So I stand corrected, folks. Sushi is rice. refer to it as sushi and say you don't want it. So. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. want sashimi. Uh, no, you don't want sashimi. I don't want any sashimi. Uh, although the crab and the uh, the lobster would be okay. That would be all right with me. I don't mind that. You probably don't want ceviche either, though. What's that? That is actually the acid from lime juice or lemon juice cooks the fish, but that's very popular in a lot of cultures, and that is chopped up seafood that is pulled right from the ocean. Yeah, And, and then it's just marinated in this 
in lime juice that supposedly cooks it, but it's I, not actually heat applied to it. All right. Well, that's food for another day, folks. Anyway, we'll join you tomorrow morning again for our Friday show. Stay tuned. Kathy's got local headlines coming up. Bob Joseph with WNVF's Bingham to Now and Dan Bongino from noon to three. Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, John Batchelor, Red Eye Radio, First Light, and then Doug and Kathy tomorrow morning bringing in our Friday edition of WNBF's First News Binghamton on WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Enjoy and have a great day. Good morning. It's 9.30.